Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ventures of Flash. Hope everyone's doing good this week. Right back on the air. Uh, been a pretty busy week, but we're making time for our podcast. We feel compelled to put it out every chance we can. I'd like to open up by thanking all my new listeners and all my regular weekly listeners too. I love you guys. I appreciate y'all tuning in. We're here for you guys. Tonight's episode is episode number 56, and uh, we're going to talk about some things going on in this country right now. I've had a lot of requests from people to do one on it. Uh, The country's going crazy right now. Gasoline prices are through the roof. Uh, All food costs, and you know, when the the energy... uh, prices go up everything's going to go up so you guys get ready for that uh get ready for all your taxes to go up next your real estate uh on down the line because you as you know we pay taxes on everything you know and that was one of the promises when uh, this new administration got in that we wasn't going to have no new taxes well I can't believe that some people couldn't see through that, but just remember that on election time. We're not trying to be really super political. Uh, We've said before we wasn't going to be political at all, but from time to time I feel compelled to do a podcast on what's going on in this country. And uh, tonight is no exception. Uh, We feel compelled to do it tonight and... uh, I hope you guys can understand that and bear with me, and I hope we don't lose no listeners. I'd like to pick up a lot more listeners, and uh, we've got a few clips for you guys tonight. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk. You guys keep those requests coming in. Uh, We're going to keep sending our T-shirts out to everyone, and uh, we've got some great responses on our uh, T-shirts. We hadn't been spending as much time on our podcast as I'd like to. I've missed a few weeks, uh, but uh, right now my work schedule is just crazy. I'm working over 60 hours a week, and uh, it just don't make a whole lot of time, but I'm still going to remember you guys, and I'm still going to come back out here, and uh, I'm still going to keep putting out podcasts, and uh, we're going to keep putting the truth out there, man. And, you know, I'd like to say this, you know, Conservatives are under fire right now. Uh, I hadn't been spending a whole lot of time on social media. Uh, I've been shadow banned. I feel like I've been shadow banned. And uh, so I've been trying to stay off of it as much as possible. And uh, even when I get on there, there'll be some kind of hater come on there and make some kind of rude comment. Like uh, earlier today, uh, I put a picture, a photo, and a post of a new vehicle that I bought. So we get a hater get on there, and uh, he's going to try to uh, make me out to be a lion or uh, make try to belittle me in some way. But, hey, you can't do that. Uh, the proof is in the pudding, buddy, and uh, they hate us because they ain't us. That's what I always say. They hate us because they ain't us. So... Uh, You guys get ready, uh, grab that favorite beverage. We're going to come back and talk after some of these clips here. And, uh, hey, y'all, grab that beverage and enjoy. It's coming right at you. My podcast is coming right at you. Episode number 56 tonight. 
Yep, we've been on this three incredible years. tip is just for you. You have to check out Congress's mortgage stimulus program for the middle. Welcome back. Censorship and surveillance, a page right out of the Chinese Communist Party playbook. This week, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted what we all knew. Social media and the Biden administration are working together to dictate what you see and what you hear. We are in regular touch uh, with these social media platforms, uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given, as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation, specifically on the pandemic. We've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. Uh. Misinformation, please. <clears throat> what it is is censorship, plain and simple. And uh, I hope you guys can understand that. That's the, the uh, press secretary. Uh, We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. This comes just one month after Anthony Fauci's email showed he was plotting with Mark Zuckerberg on a so-called information hub to censor key information about the origins of COVID-19 and the treatments for COVID, something that Texas Senator Ted Cruz told us suggested collusion and could set up Facebook for damages. These latest breakthroughs have real consequence because it now is clear that Facebook was operating at the direction of and in the direct benefit of the federal government and, and operating as the government censor, utilizing their monopoly position to censor on behalf of the government. Senator Ted Cruz joins me now with a reaction to the White House's brazen censorship admission. Senator, it's good to see you. Thanks very much for being here. So was this collusion? Uh, it was undoubtedly collusion. It's good to see you this morning, Maria. You, you know, it's striking since that interview that you just aired a minute ago where, where I laid out that the Fauci emails really showed how, how big tech was in bed with, with the Biden administration, with the government, censoring on behalf of the government. There have been two significant developments. Number one, Donald Trump filed a class action lawsuit uh, against big tech, against Facebook and Twitter and big tech, uh, based on exactly the theory you and I discussed, that they were engaged in censorship that is unconstitutional, that is contrary to the First Amendment. And the theory behind President Trump's lawsuit is exactly the theory you and I discussed. Now, the, the challenge his lawsuit faces is the following. The First Amendment applies only to government action. The beginning, the first words of the First Amendment are, Congress shall make no law. And so it applies to the federal government. It has since been incorporated and applied against the state government. And so the argument that a lot of the talking heads put out immediately after President Trump filed his lawsuit is they said, well, Facebook is not the government, Twitter is not the government, so this lawsuit will get thrown out. Well, the Supreme Court has long recognized a line of cases that when government uses a private company as a tool, as an arm to implement a government policy, and in this instance, when government explicitly asks a private monopoly, censor the following speech that we disagree with, that that private company can be treated as a state actor, 
And I got to say, watching Jen Psaki this week, it, it is amazing. I kind of wonder if Jen Psaki is on the payroll of Donald Trump because her press conference strengthened President Trump's lawsuit against big tech. It makes clear that everything we thought about the Biden administration, about their willingness to trample on free speech, to trample on the Constitution, to use government power to silence you, everything we feared they might do, they are doing and worse. And I think President Trump's lawsuit got much, much stronger this week. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk with Mark Levin coming up in the program. And he said Saki's admission makes Trump's big tech lawsuit a slam dunk that she should be a defendant. She should go and testify uh, in that suit. So let me let me give you an example, Maria, to understand it. Imagine if the Biden administration went to, say, a private paramilitary organization and said, we're going to ask you to knock down people's doors and take their guns. And, and, and we're going to ask you to do this explicitly. And, and then we're also going to pass a law to immunize you. So if this private organization kicks down your front door, takes all your firearms, we're going to give you immunity from any civil liability. Now, nobody yeah. in their right mind would argue that private organization behaving essentially as stormtroopers trying to confiscate guns. Nobody would argue that yeah. that is not okay. state action and that that doesn't violate the Second Amendment. What the Biden administration is doing with Facebook and Twitter and Google is the same thing. They're going to monopolists and saying, you are our tool to censor views we disagree with. And by the way, what's ludicrous... Yeah is they've been censoring views that we now know are true. For months, they were censoring, exactly. for example, where uh, we the, have the, a whole the, list the of virus them. originated. Yeah. We were just going through all of the censorship that we have been seeing. It's really disturbing to me that Facebook and all these other social media companies are censoring information that's actually true. Um, they really are letting down the American people right before the election, censoring the Hunter Biden story, banning uh, uh, the New York Post from Twitter, and then going on to censor early treatments of COVID. We had on Senator Ron Johnson and Dr. Pierre Corey, who went through things like ivermectin, which was off patent. Nobody was making any money on it because it's off patent, but it actually could have been a very important treatment for early days of COVID, they took all of those posts down. They wouldn't allow you to talk about hydroxychloroquine. I mean, this is not just censorship for politics. They're actually letting the American people down in so many ways. Why? Is this the Communist Party's influence? Well, listen, you, you are exactly right that the censorship has been over and over again silencing things that are true. They banned, for example, any arguments that, that, that the coronavirus originated uh, in a Chinese government lab in Wuhan, China. It now appears the overwhelming weight of the evidence suggests that's in fact where it originated in a Chinese government lab. Uh, you mentioned the New York Post. As you know, I do a, a podcast every week called Verdict with Ted Cruz. I just filmed a podcast about an hour ago where I sat down with the editor of the ed editorial page of the New York Post and we talked about their story in the fall of 2020 about Hunter Biden's laptop. They broke that story. <laughs> 
know that story was true. You covered it at the top of your show how that story was true. And I got to tell you that the, the New York Post uh, editorial page editor told me that even when he tried to direct message the story to other people, people were asking, hey, what's the story? Big tech would block his direct messages because they wanted to silence a story. The only justification for silencing the story is that it hurt Joe Biden and it helped Donald Trump and big tech was behaving as the partisan enforcers to try to skew an election. And, and they did, in fact, skew an election. And they're continuing now to censor information if it disagrees with the official government line. I, I got to say, it's the same thing you see happening in a communist country like China, in a communist country like, like Cuba, where if there are facts that are to censor information, if it disagrees with the official government line, I, I got to say, it's the same thing you see happening in a communist country like China, in a communist country like, like Cuba, where if there are facts that are contrary to the government orthodoxy, the dictatorship prevents you from sharing the facts. Big tech is doing the same damn thing here in the United States, and it is a frightening threat, not just to free speech, but for the ability of the American people to learn the truth on a host of issues. Yeah, I'm very disturbed. I want to get to Cuba. I know that you have witnessed the effects of this communist regime firsthand with your father and your aunt. But first, on China, I mean, Joe Biden says he's the one leader that knows Xi Jinping best on the world stage and that Xi Jinping truly believes he's going to acquire America and overtake America within 15 years. I mean, they're following our political debates. They're piling on. Do the progressives understand the dangerous situation they're putting this country in? That the CCP has goals. Their Belt and Road Initiative, their civil military fusion, they want to overtake the United States. Is the Biden administration enabling it with all of this censorship? So unfortunately they are, and, and one of the sad realities today is the Democratic Party is structurally pro-China. The Democratic Party today is funded by, their biggest funders are big tech, and big tech is in bed with the Chinese communist. Among the biggest funders of the Democratic Party are the giant corporations, and many of the giant corporations, the Fortune 50 and Fortune 100, are in bed with the Chinese communists. And you look at the Biden administration just six months into it. Joe Biden named as his U.N. ambassador uh, an individual who last year gave a paid speech for a Confucius Institute paid for by the Chinese communist government, praising the Chinese communist government. Just a couple of months in, the Biden administration reversed the State Department policy and they now ban Taiwan, any Taiwanese official from displaying a Taiwanese military uniform, from displaying a Taiwanese flag on U.S. government property. Why? Because it offends the communist government overlords in, in China. And, and I got to tell you, we, we really saw just how pro-China today's Democrats are in the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, where we were debating Joe Biden's Green New Deal executive order. I introduced an amendment that said, all right, you can't buy electric cars 
from the region in China where the Uyghurs are being held in concentration camps, are being tortured, are being yeah. murdered. You can't buy electric cars that were made with Chinese slave labor. And every single Senate Democrat on the committee voted no because they're much more yeah. committed to their radical environmental agenda than they are to not funding slave labor from the Chinese Communist government. Un unbelievable. Senator, you got a lot of people behind you. I know you're going to be speaking at the Turning Point USA Student Action Summit this afternoon. We're going to be covering it on Fox Nation, so we look forward to those comments. Before you... Well, you know, all I got really got to say about that is you guys get out and vote. Uh, you know, that's Ted Cruz there, and uh, we'll thank you guys for that clip. Uh, you know, things is really heating up in this country. Uh, some things is going to have to uh, change back to the status quo of what, the way it was. Uh, now, if you don't agree with the narrative, you get canceled they try to cancel you uh, they've been trying to cancel me for uh, ever since last year i think uh i donated money to certain politicians that was running for office and uh, uh i've actually said some things and uh you know supporting them and uh so uh when you do that they're going to try to cancel you out and uh I got news for you people. Uh, I will not be canceled out. Uh, I am no big fish. I'm a little fish in a little pond, but I still won't be canceled out. So I'm going to keep it 100 real on my podcast like I've always said. I always will say until the day that my podcast is no more. And uh, we've been on for three years. And uh, the way I look at it, we can be on for 30 more. But, you know, big tech runs a lot of stuff and uh you got to be careful of toes you step on but you know that's just not flashy style i never cared whose toes i stomped on and uh i'm not going to change now i'm too old to change now and uh uh i really hate what they're doing to this country uh uh, socialism has never worked, and uh, socialism really is just a nice word for communism, and uh, that's what I'm going to say. I hope I don't lose no listeners this week, um, but if I do, oh well, I'll gain what I lost back. So now we're going to go into another little clip here, and uh, we're going to listen to this one. We're going to come back, and we're going to talk some more. You guys grab that favorite beverage again. I hope y'all's enjoying the show. I'm enjoying it. Here it my comes. name is Yareli, and this is my Chick-fil-A success story. As a team member, something I really loved was that we were... And now Blinken even went beyond that, urging all U.N. member states to join in this effort to confront the scourge of racism, racial discrimination, and xenophobia. Blinken added that the invitation to the U.N. Special Rapporteur on Contemporary Forms of Racism and the U.N. Special Rapporteur on Minority Issues was a first step in a plan to issue a standing invitation to all U.N. experts who report on human rights issues in the United States. Now, let me see if I have this straight. You invite people from the U.N. who hate the United States to come here on our soil to judge us without concern for their bias, their hatred, their prejudice, and their outright opposition and his hostility to a democracy to judge us? 
Never in history has this ever happened. You invite China that has one million Uyghurs in concentration camps to judge us. Cuba that's arresting journalists, beating and killing demonstrators who simply want food and liberty to judge us. Venezuela who tortures her own citizens. And Russia run by a former KGB intel agent where enemies of the government are poisoned or just disappear to judge us. Why? What's in this for you? Who do you work for? You invite our enemies to visit the United States and investigate whether there are human rights issues stemming from the George Floyd murder? Compile information and, quote, report back to the world? Are you stupid or crazy? You ask people with dirty hands to judge the most freedom-loving nation in the world, the country where people from those nations risk their lives to come here. And you invite them to address America's systemic racism against Africans and people of African descent in the context of law enforcement? Doesn't your Department of Justice do that? Why are you looking to corrupt foreign governments to judge if we're racist? Why don't you just write the report now? We all know what the narrative you want to cement is and what the report will ultimately say. It's the United Nations simply putting its imprimatur on your 1619 project. And by the way, how are you going to compile this information? Under what authority do foreigners collect additional information? Will they be going into police departments around the country demanding statistics and information? Will they be doing interviews? Do police have the right to refuse to answer questions by members of foreign countries? Under what authority do they even receive the information? Who will review the information to find out whether there is evidence to support their final report? Have you no confidence in the American system of justice? The one that after a jury trial of his peers convicted Derek Chauvin of murder? That's not enough for you? What about the federal government that's monitoring several police departments around the country? That's not enough for you? You need communist China's input? Communist Cuba's approval? You're like an idiotic, simplistic, naive, woke loser. You're not doing anything but creating division nationally and internationally. And speaking of Cuba, why aren't you taking measures if you're so into protecting the rights of the downtrodden and making sure that no one suffers from bias? Why aren't you supporting the Cuban people 90 miles away from our shore? Why is your Homeland Secretary Mayorkas saying not only that Cuban refugees should not come here, but that if they do, they'll be returned? Are you in favor of Cuba, a Marxist communist nation, supported by another Marxist organization, Black Lives Matter? Why would you let people from the southern border in, but not the Cubans? Could it be the Cubans are Republicans and they will turn Florida a solid red so you have to stop them? You invite a scandal-ridden organization, the United Nations, with its own history of corruption, to come here and judge us? The United Nations that has over 100 resolutions condemning the state of Israel, the one democracy in the Middle East. The same United Nations with its peacekeeping force that failed to stop the massacre of more than 8,000 men and boys by Bosnian forces. The same United Nations with its oil for food scandal or sex abuse scandals by UN peacekeepers in Haiti occurred. The UN, where millions of dollars in cash were funneled to aid North Korean leader Kim Jong-il. Everyone knows what the United Nations is. The U.S. is asking the United Nations a cesspool 
of political bias to come into the United States and investigate us on human rights. We look so ridiculous in the eyes of the world right now. And remember, it was the UN World Health Organization that lied to us about the COVID-19 pandemic, mimicking the CCP talking points. Now, you may think the end game here will be the U.N. labeling the United, Station, uh, the United States as a racist, oppressive nation. That certainly will happen. But it goes beyond identifying the United States as a racist nation and cementing the Democrat narrative. They will recommend reparations. This week, the U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights, Michelle Bachelet, urged a wide range of reparations over racism and has urged countries to fully fund a wide range of reparation measures to address the legacies of slavery, colonial rule, and racial discrimination. Yes, it will go beyond identifying the United States as a racist nation. The drumbeat has begun. The truth is that Hollywood... Wow. You know, guys... uh... It's terrible. But you know, what I say to all my listeners, stay strong and get out there and vote. Vote in 2022 and for sure vote in 2024. And uh, there's still hope that we can turn everything back around, but everything's getting so messed up now. uh, It's going to take some time to straighten things out. And... uh, For all you woke people out there that claim you're woke, well, I'm not woke, I'm awake, and I see the way things are. So why don't you guys uh, look at the facts and get real? Thanks for tuning in, guys, this week, and uh, I had to get that off my chest there a little bit. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and you guys keep on keeping on. Good night, everyone. Love you guys.